Daily Dirt Nap, Money Talks. Own your life. With Jared Dillian and Money Talk on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. Talk 94.5. All right, it is 739 on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. Welcome to your Thursday morning, December 7th, and it is time to talk with Jared Dillian. Good morning, Jared. Hey, what's up? Ah, not much. Is is the stock market up? That's what we want to know. It is, but I think it's going to be topping out in about the next week or two. Ooh. Yeah. So what do you uh, what do you see going on? What's on your mind? Well, interest rates keep coming down. Like, as of about a month ago, 10-year interest rates were about 5%. Now they're 4.1%. What? That's yeah. Lot. So, I mean, you're going to see mortgage rates go down a whole point. Mm-hmm. Um. We have payrolls. We have jobless claims today. We have payroll report tomorrow. We're going to find out the unemployment rate. And, I mean, it's possible rates come down even more, you know. So you would think with rates coming down a whole percent that, you know, that would sort of regenerate some interest in the housing market. But it still doesn't seem to be happening. Hmm. You know, it's kind of weird. Hmm. So, Do you have a theory on that? Uh, I guess I have theories. You know, I'm trying to it sell my Christmas house. It's Christmas time. It's, yeah, it's the holidays. and. You know, the, the you know, I've talked to my realtor and she thinks that uh, after January 1st, mm-hmm. the people will start looking again. But, yeah, it's been pretty, pretty brutal. When do you need to sell it by? Well, I mean, ideally, I'd like to sell it by the end of February. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, I can have two houses. I don't have a mortgage on my current house, so it's not like I'd be paying two mortgages. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's, you know, it's okay. It would be kind of a pain because we'd move all the furniture out and then we'd have to stage it and, you know, that it gets expensive. So, mm-hmm. um, but. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, if your house is, is, is um, listed, right? How, how soon, how long ago did you list it? Gosh, uh, close to two months ago. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're saying 90 days. 90 days what? Usually. Like, that it takes to sell. These days, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it used to be five minutes. <laughs> now it's 90 days. And it depends also the price point of the home. So. Yeah, I think I, th- I think people are not able to do the math. Like my house is, if you look at it, it's a big house. So if you look at it on a, on a price per square foot basis, it's actually cheaper than the other houses in the neighborhood, Mm. but the absolute cost is higher. It's one of the most expensive houses in the neighborhood just because it's a big house. And I think there's some sticker shock and people are saying, I don't want to pay 1.8 million for a house. Mm -hmm. So yeah, well, that's that price point takes longer. Yeah, to sell a home, as I'm sure you know. All right, so um, Jared, what do you want to talk about? I want to talk about this hearing with the uh, college presidents the other day. Ah, Nikki, you have something on that, right? Yeah, this uh, Liz McGill, president of the University of Pennsylvania, I guess, clarified her comments, and a lot of people are saying she just made it worse. She made it worse. Yeah. Did yeah. you need to hear any of it? I've 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 watched that video. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um so the interesting thing about you know the the hearing is that the college presidents were, you know, very nuanced about their approach towards free speech on campus and stuff like that. But it's hypocritical, you know, because you can say on one hand that okay, like, you know, saying intifada and calling for the genocide of Jews is free speech. But then at the same time, if you use somebody's wrong pronouns, they're going to ride you out of campus yeah. on a rail. 
you know what I mean? So it's completely hypocritical. And I think everybody knows that. Um, That exchange with Elise Stefanik with the three presidents Mm -hmm. is one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. We'll play it after. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it like 10 times in a row. Mm. And... You know, I'm thinking to myself, like, if I'm a college president, especially of Penn, Harvard, MIT, some of the best schools in country, like, these congressional hearings are not really about fact-finding. They're, it's theater, mm-hmm. right? It's political yeah. theater, and they're trying to gotcha, you know, and you have to be prepared for those questions, and you have to know what the right answer is, mm-hmm. you know? And, and, like, their performance during that hearing was atrocious, mm-hmm. was absolutely atrocious. Well, because honestly, they don't have a they don't have a good position. That's why it's so atrocious. It's so easy to call them out. Yeah. They're so <laughs> beholden to these liberal um, entities and organizations, uh, you know, that are funding them. And they just I don't know, they they're they're on the wrong side of history. Oh, there absolutely. Like, you, how is it not hate speech? It is absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's absolutely hate I speech. I mean, when did that ever change? So, I mean, Jonathan Haidt, you know, talked about this. And he's like, look, like, if, if, if you're like a free speech absolutist all of a sudden, you're saying like, okay, this is free speech, then everything is free speech. Then pronouns are free speech. Then, right. you yeah. know, the, and, that, and that's fine. But they have this, they have this double standard. So I, I I thought it was amazing. I thought it was one of the best things I've ever seen. In now you you've lived in New York. Yeah. Are you shocked to see what's going on in the streets of New York with these marches and people shouting to gas you the know, Jews and eliminate? I, I mean, is it shocking? You know, I, I got to tell you, things don't really change over time. Like I remember when I was in college in the nineties, uh, I you know I was visiting my wife who went to Penn. Like mm-hmm. she, she was at Penn in Philadelphia. And at the time there were marches. I don't know if you remember this guy, but Mumia Abu Jamal, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the cop killer. Yes, yes. Like there were protests to free Mumia, like all over the place. Yeah, but everybody that was on the outside of that knew they were wrong. No one was defending them. I mean, they weren't defending them, were they? Yeah, I like think, this. I think it was just, I mean, I mean, look, I'm always of the belief that, you know, we we kind of like when you're sort of like wrapped up in the news cycle, like you guys are and like I am, like you tend to think that like right now is the worst it's ever been and it's always going to get worse. But it's it's always been bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's always been bad. Yeah. Well, we've talked about that. Yeah. You know, we, we didn't start the fire. It's yep. been burning since the world's been turning, as Billy Joel says. <laughs> so Got to find a way to get him in. I know. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, that's what he says. It's true. You know, and yes. like, you know, we, we look at this and say, how could it? But but uh, I mean, is, isn't most of the world looking at these people saying, I, I mean, like, I'd like to think so. But yeah. then you have somebody who's supposedly a box checker sitting there on on this hearing sounding like an idiot. Uh, Wes, the economist, who would know, being that he's uh, in, in higher education, although not affiliated with them, said, you know, those quote unquote elites think they're so smart that they do not prepare. And I just commented, yeah, they end up exposing themselves. Well, they really are. Yeah. They didn't prepare at all. No, no. she didn't. Listen, you heard it. Yeah. Two minutes of nonsense. I mean, the the really. Because well, they think they're smarter the, than Really, you. like, the the, yeah. the the key point in that exchange was when um, 
Liz, what's her name? McGill. 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 She said, she said, well, you know, it's when the speech turns into action. And Elise Stefanik's like, when it's actual genocide, like that's when you'll do something about it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. come on. What does that even mean? Oh, my God. So terrible. How long is that clip, Nick? Can we put it in real quick? Two, For... A little under two minutes. All right, because a lot of people may not know what we're okay. referring to. So after they made all those despicable comments when they were, I don't know, testifying or speaking in front of that committee, then she came out yesterday and released this on her own account to clarify. <laughs> and the clarification was worse. There was a moment during yesterday's congressional hearing on anti-Semitism when I was asked if a call for the genocide of Jewish people on our campus would violate our policies. In that moment, I was focused on our university's longstanding policies aligned with the U.S. Constitution, which say that speech alone is not punishable. I was not focused on, but I should have been. The irrefutable fact that a call for genocide of Jewish people is a call for some of the most terrible violence human beings can perpetrate. It's evil, plain and simple. Too late. Too late. Too I late. want to be clear. A call for genocide of Jewish people is threatening, deeply so. It is intentionally meant to terrify a people who have been subjected to pogroms and hatred for centuries and were the victims of mass genocide in the Holocaust. In my view, it would be harassment or intimidation. For decades, under I, I multiple gotta, gotta pen presidents and what consistent is, what, with what most universities. Did you hear what she said there? In my view, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. would be harassment or intimidation. Yeah. But, but that's not the policies right. of Penn. Mm-hmm. Right. She said, yeah. in my view, but she's they're not changing their policies. Mm-hmm. Right. No. You she's know. just trying to say, well, what I meant was, yeah, it's terrible, but we're not changing anything. Also... Like it, the audio or the video of one thing, if you if you actually see the video, it is poorly produced. Oh yeah, like she's looking at cue cards yep. which are below the camera. They don't even have a proper teleprompter, mm. and she's like obviously reading off a of cue cards, sitting like, in like is... some what undis or indescript office or yeah. whatever. It looks horrible. You're right. Hmm. Do you need to hear the rest? You heard enough. Yeah, now. that's enough. I don't know um, where this is all headed, but I think there should They're be a, get fired. That's where it's a universal con- condemnation of what is happening here. And why are those those protests allowed? Why are they allowed? So Penn, so Penn tweeted out that video from McGill. And they turned off the replies. <laughs> but, like, the That's quote great. tweets, yeah. there were thousands of quote oh, tweets. People were piling on that post. Like, they are so fired. They're, they're not going to, they're probably going to be fired by the end of today, is my guess. All right. So, all three of them. Do you think they talked ahead of time with each other? Yeah. No, I don't actually. So, they were all just I, I led to slaughter? Yeah. It was awesome. But is it still going to change the policy? You uh, get a new president in there. Ultimately, yes. I think it does. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, I, look, like, why do you become a congressman, right? To do things like that, to affect change. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Elise Stefanik did a very good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. 
Well, I mean, she's living in the worst uh, state perpetrator of all. I mean, New York. I mean, I cannot believe the march is going on there, Philadelphia, you know, L.A. I mean, yes. But I mean, the amount of Jewish people it's, in New York, in New York City in particular, I just cannot believe that's happening down those streets. Like, I mean, look, like the, the Palestinian protests, the pro-Hamas protests, we do have free speech in the United States. I defend your right to say very offensive things, even hateful things. But when it's done on a college campus where there are prohibitions on speech, which are like... You know, if I went up to a woman on co- on a college campus, even coastal, and I said, "You look nice today," mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm done. Like, especially or even worse, if you're a professor, especially yeah. even worse if you said, "There's only two genders." <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, you're done. Yeah, yeah. So offensive, so threatening. So yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. I spoke to my my uh, my jeweler real quick. I'll just say this: He was there in the streets of New York. He saw it. He lives in New York. He's Jewish. And you know what they said? Mm-mm. They said all of this is fake. It's mm-hmm. not what it seems. Mm-hmm. These people, it's yeah, just BLM, right? Yoga BLM, Antifa. Yeah. They're just changing paid, the paid thing. Protesters. It's all paid. Yeah. It's all acting. It's the flavor of the day. It's exactly that's yeah. what he said. Yeah. He said that's a quote. Flavor yeah. of the day. That's See? all it is. Yeah. We all know this. And he said, "I'm not even offended. But, These people are stupid." But it's it's one thing to shout "Black Lives Matter." It's another one to shout "Gas the Jews." You don't say that. You know, I mean, you just don't. It's not, you know, you're calling for genocide. I mean, I I don't understand it. That's the part I don't get. And how it's allowed to go on. And it's going on for two months. Yeah. It wasn't like a one day thing where people were mad and they're up there. They're like, no, it's, uh, you know, I don't know. It's infuriating to me. You know, uh, there's Yasser Arafat. Mm -hmm. Um used to say one thing to English-speaking audiences mm-hmm. and say another thing to Arabic-speaking audiences. Mm-hmm. Like, this was an example of that, you know, with uh, yeah. Liz McGill in this video. That's a good analogy. You know, mm-hmm. so. Well, no one's going to believe her. The MIT woman, I, I don't remember her name. She hasn't said anything yet, so. Yeah, I forgot her name. I didn't see anything from her either. I think I think that Liz... Harvard Harvard put out a tweet which was yes. terrible. Yeah, I got to find that. Uh, yeah, Harvard put out a tweet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, I was at an event uh the other night uh with Chabad of Myrtle Beach uh synagogue. They were ha- having a uh an event that they have every year, but they started it off talking about what's been going on currently. And um Judge Alan Clemens spoke and he, I mean, you probably know about the BDS movement. Yeah. And uh, the, you know, the uh, boycott, divest, and sanction movement against Israel, Israeli-owned companies. So he's the one who wrote the bill, had it passed in South Carolina, um, that 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 um, uh, stops any company from engaging in that because it's discriminatory. And then 38 states followed. So it's pretty he has he had a like you said you know he was a house of representatives a state but um he had a very major impact and that's what you set out to do as yep. you said and so he's been very pro israel he's not jewish but he's very um he said that's discriminatory you know i mean yet it's going on all over the country I, 
you know, the BDS movement has it had impact on Israeli companies. Here, here's that statement. Here it is. Uh, statement from President Gay. There are some who have confused a right to free expression with the idea that Harvard will condone calls for violence against Jewish students. Let me be clear. Calls for violence or genocide against the Jewish community or any religious or ethnic group, blah, 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 is unacceptable. Uh, Dave Rubin, who's a famous tweeter, said, just change your name to Hamas University and be done with it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean the thing yeah, the thing true. the thing is is that like these this this backtracking could be plausible except for the fact that during the hearing Elise Stefanik gave them each three opportunities to mm-hmm. answer the question. You know, yes or no is calls for genocide, harassment or bullying. And every time each three times she asked them they said no. Like you could not be more clear. Yeah, so so yeah. They, had, they certainly don't have any legs to stand on at this point. Absolutely not. Especially after what just happened in Israel. Yep. They're getting closer, though. They um, shot up, the, blew up the home of Sinwar, the guy that's in charge of Hamas. That happened yesterday. You know what's going to be my favorite part of uh, the war against Hamas? Mm-hmm. Is not so much what's going on in Gaza. Have you ever seen the movie Munich? Nope. Oh, my goodness. You have to see Munich. All right. All right. So Munich is a Steven Spielberg movie, and it's about the 1968 Olympics where the Palestinian terrorists Mm -hmm. killed the Israeli wrestling team. And then what Israel did was they hired assassins to Mm -hmm. hunt down all of these guys. That's happening now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, these guys are... They're dead men walking, you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's no no, uh, loss on me that... The guy in charge of Hamas spells his name Sin War. I mean, it's like <laughs> I mean, you can't get any more perfect than that. I mean, I, I swear it's unbelievable as even what the, the U.N. hearings have talked about. And I talked about this earlier this week where the people that had been uh, uh, working to identify the victims of what happened on October 7th in Israel. I mean, I cannot believe that that is not plastered all over the world right now. And these marches are allowed to go on in light of what we all know Hamas did to these people, these women in particular. What they did is beyond. It's just horrifying. You got to see Munich. Munich is, I don't know if anyone's on the text line saying they've ever seen Munich, but... It is a fantastic movie. All right. It's I will really, be sure really to see good. It. Jared Dillian, thank you so much. Um, you know, follow him yeah, on. Yeah, sorry I was the politics guy today. We didn't talk much about money, but I just, you know, yeah. it was on my mind. So, no, I think they appreciated it. Yeah. yeah. All right, Jared, we'll see you next week. Okay, thanks. All right.